Hello, I'm Akil Namburi. Welcome to Real College Talk, your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversations. Our mission is to deliver real advice and true stories to make your post-graduation decision truly yours. Here to share their experiences navigating their journeys in high school are Bailey and Anna <laughs> and our favorite, Minnie. <laughs> I just wanted to put in the intro. Okay, I'm All right, we have to say goodbye to Minnie for a little bit. She's out and about. So Bailey, Anna, we're gonna start with Bailey because we're in her home. She graciously had me over. So <laughs> we just live so far away from each yeah, other. Yeah, it's just it's so tough. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bailey, tell us a little bit about what your high school experience was like. Uh, what that did to influence your decision for after high school. Um, just kind of uh, always in high school. I had a friend group, and we were always you know in, into sports and stuff. So I always had a passion for sports and basketball and track were my main um, things that I did, but I always had a passion for beauty, um, which was kind of not at all related to my high school experience. This kind of happened outside of high school. Um, my uh, aunt, well, she's not actually my aunt, but we always call her my aunt. Um, she was my hairdresser and she's like my family hairdresser. So she did my mom's hair and she'd always come over and just like do little stuff to my hair and just like really inspired me. So she kind of kickstarted that. And then um, throughout high school, uh, or leading up to high school, really, it was always a, you know, you're gonna go to college, what college do I want to go to? Like, yeah. everyone's going to OSU, I want to go there, you know, stuff, stuff like that. So it was kind of not, am I going to college? Am I not going to college? It was just, uh, what college am I going to? But um, always having kind of that in the back of my mind of how I've always loved the beauty industry. And growing up, starting high school freshman year, I kind of realized, um, seeing it become more popular in the world, especially even like, becoming more integrated like into Salem because it was always you know, like an LA thing or a New York thing but um like in like recent years it's really become a thing that a lot of other people are doing as well so that freshman year was kind of when I got into my mind oh do I actually have to necessarily get a uh, go to go to college to follow my dreams and do beauty like I can actually make money in something that I love that's crazy so that was kind of my high schoolish experience yeah. but yeah and, you know, that's a very different path. We have a lot of people who have very different paths coming onto this platform. Anna had a little bit of a different path as well. Hers is probably closer to the traditional one, but Anna is a recruited athlete. And Anna, what, what led you in your journey to uh, choosing to play basketball? Um, kind of like Bailey said, like in high school, like my life like always consisted of sports, basketball, volleyball, and I did softball, and then I did track a little bit. So like I, there, I had no days off whatsoever. Yeah. So like, I mean, sports has always been my life, even elementary through middle school um and I feel like I, I feel like um it's it's also been like a big thing in my family as well and like my brother went to college for sports and my my dad um I feel like that's but that's like a common thing in like life you know everyone wants to go somewhere for um like for a sport that they love to do and stuff like that which is like like the path I followed but I will say that there's a time where I kind of not that I gave up but it became pretty challenging once I started playing football because everyone was pushing to go like D1 and stuff like that and it's like I mean, it's like everyone's dream but I would say my sophomore and junior and senior year I definitely realized that like going D1 is like it's big it's super cool yeah. you know obviously like Absolutely. you get like all these special stuff like year everything like you you live the life but it's also like having a job as well and it's a really yeah. really really big commitment and I found like as much happiness going to like a D3 school as much as I feel like I mean I guess I probably would have more fun and like the exposure and stuff of going D1 but I'm a big family person and that's what stuck me to going to George Fox was um like staying close to home so like family members and coaches and friends can watch me um that was like my big thing but um like I guess my message to people would be that like follow your dude 100% in sports you know but like 
everyone's dream is to go D1, everyone works for it, but like, don't be ashamed for going to a D2 school, a D3 school, NAIA, like, Absolutely. I feel like none of that really matters, and like, my freshman year, it's all about it, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna play for this club team, because they'll get me to be D1, but then you spend all this money, and you kind of don't get there sometimes, you know, and like, it also, everyone's different, though, everyone has different, like, recruits, and like, different paths, like, some people have connections, and some don't, and so it's easier for some people, but my big message would definitely be to, don't think about the division you're playing for. Think about the sport as it is. And like, yeah. like, why you do it? Why do you play basketball? Why do you play softball? Why do you play volleyball? All that stuff. It's because you love it. You know, yeah. it's not because. And like, for me, it's it's still helping me pay for school. When yeah. sports, it's still helping Man, me pay for huge, school, yeah. which is big, you know, obviously. Like, when you play D1, everything's paid for, but you can still get your stuff paid for going mm -hmm. to a small college as well. So. Did you ever feel any sort of pressure from other people or even internally to maybe go uh, D1 uh, over a smaller school like George Fox? Um, yeah, I definitely felt, not that I felt pressured, but on my AAU team, I had, uh, there was 11 of us and seven of them all went D1. Wow. And the rest of us are either going to a D2, D3, or NAIA school. And it's not that it made me feel bad about myself, but um, the us girls who didn't go D1 or whatever, even for the smaller D1 schools, we came from a smaller community, like 3A school, 4A school, whereas they're all um, from Washington, like the big schools in Washington. So yeah. they have all that exposure, like way more than I ever did. Yeah. And so I always felt the need to push into like, like ask coach or like reach out to coaches, division one coaches. Yeah. And it's pretty hard. Like I, the closest I ever got was Portland state, but it's not exactly somewhere I wanted to go to school. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go somewhere if I don't like the school yeah, itself. You know sure. what I mean? So I guess I felt pressured in that way by my environment that people judge you if you're not going D1 because you're this type of person you play <clears> for this club team. But like I said, like you still get school paid for by playing for a and D2. That's fantastic. So I, yeah, that's, that's, that's the picture. Awesome. That's the picture I see from it is, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a D1 player or not. If you play basketball, you play basketball, and you love it. That's it. And summer camp, start summer practices, yep. workouts started. Yep, they all start the same as Division. I mean, I guess Division One kids and stuff, they start, like, right after high school and yeah. stuff like that. Like I said, it's just like having a job. Like, you literally yeah. leave down high school, you have a job. And right, so into it. right into just it. I have a little bit of summer, but um, as of, like, last week, I've been – this is, like, my first day off when playing basketball. Wow. Like, I've been hitting the gym pretty hard. Wow. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, yeah. Those, you know, whatever it is, it can be a sport to anything else. Just jumping with both feet in is super important. And it's cool that you're having that experience right now. I'm going to bounce back to Bailey because Anna talked a lot about stuff she loves. Mm -hmm. Bailey, you were talking about what you love mm -hmm. about the beauty industry. So how's that influence your plans for next year? Where are you going? What are you going to do with it? What's, what's the vision? Um, okay, so as I was talking before about um, LA, like how that was a big thing, um, I actually... I'm very blessed to have the opportunity of uh, my parents because, you know, beauty school, it's not like I can get a scholarship for that. <laughs> I wasn't a, a great student in high school in the sense either. So even if that was an option, I wouldn't be, you know, getting like National Honor Society scholarships, you know, stuff or like that. But um, nope, it's a flat fee that you have to pay. So that was kind of stressful in picking the beauty school I want to go to. So I was thinking, you know, I'm going to have to stay local or do that. But um, my parents and I sat down and they were like, you know what, this is something you really love and um, we would like to help you in any way that we can. And so I'm able to go to move to Santa Monica, which is really, really close to LA. Um, and I'm going to Vidal Sassoon Academy. Um, it's a hair design school. It's, it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for you too. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to touch <laughs> on your sister, actually. I'm close with their family. Mm -hmm. I know them pretty well. Um, shout out to Tori. 
Um, you and Tori are very different people. Yes. Different students, yes. different approaches. Yes. Do you ever feel like there was, you know, because Tori had, you know, maybe gone the more traditional route, mm -hmm. hit the books, mm -hmm. do you ever feel pressure to go that direction? Um, so um, around middle school time, uh, I think it was mainly like my own mental state. Like in my own head, I was telling myself, you know, you're not like your sister. She's super smart. She was valedictorian, national merit scholar. Um, she got, yeah, full ride to Baylor, like a bunch, you know, a bunch yeah. of different stuff. Like she was, she was the picture perfect kid in high school um, and everyone loved her. So it was just kind of in, in my own head, I wasn't going to live up to her standards and I wasn't good enough in my place for a long time. And I struggled with a bunch of different stuff where I can just like, you know, get myself down really, really easily. So then just adding that to the play, like academics, which I've, I never have really been good at. Um, just kind of smart. Thank you. <laughs> but just like adding that to the plate was just like another thing that like put me down at first. And then um, my my parents, they've just been really supportive in this whole thing. Because as I've gotten into high school, it was always a, you know, we don't ask you to have the grades of your sister. We just want you to do your best. It was constantly, you know, we want you to do your best. If I come home with a bad grade or something um, from a test, it would be like, I'm not mad at you. Like if you tried your best, but if you can try harder, study more, do whatever. Yeah. But um, it was, it wasn't my parents putting me down necessarily, which was, which I'm really lucky again. Um, but it was more myself. Like I put myself yeah. down a lot and just compared myself uh, to my sister. But as I've gotten older, um, I think a lot of people can see like that in myself where I've like really yeah. like accepted myself and I'm just yeah. unapologetically myself sometimes to the point of like, okay, Bailey, calm down. <laughs> but, like, no, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> thank you. No. Yeah. But, um, I think it was like a lot of growth just because I am going an untraditional route. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, it was definitely a mental game for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So you had all of that lined up and where's, what's your ultimate goal? With just where do you want to go with the beauty industry? Um, for a while, I really, really, really wanted to own my own salon because that's okay. what my aunt did. Um, I just wanted to be like her and I still do want to be like her in the, um, in the beauty industry sense. But um, I think it would be really, really cool um, after I'm done with Sassoon Academy to be able to maybe like move more towards LA. Um, I know I'm like super close without traffic. I think it's like 15 minutes, which probably means like two hours, but um, with traffic, no, but um, LA just like has so much opportunity yeah. that I'm thinking about taking more of like the Hollywood way of yeah. like going and doing makeup for, I mean, if I'm able to, that is, but like going and doing makeup for whether it's like photo shoots or go on movie sets, um, maybe like a personal hair art dresser for, you yeah. know, someone like some, someone like I just want to be in that industry as well because I really like it. Definitely a you industry. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's one thing I was gonna say is a lot of the times pressures that a person has are largely internal. Mm -hmm. And you know, you see it with Bailey, you see it with Anna, they're doing things they love and they started to see those pressures wither away. Whatever was there at the beginning just started to disappear the moment they did things that they love. Anna, I wanna know a little bit more about what you're doing academically and career wise. I know this is pretty cool. I really enjoy hearing about it. I'm going to George Fox to be an elementary um, teacher, and I want to do like special ed. Um, I have a nephew, or not a nephew, I have a cousin who um, has Down syndrome, and I discovered that when I was probably, I mean, I always went back and forth, like constantly, all throughout high school, wanting to be a sports trainer, just due to like sports, you know, I yeah. always, after college or whatever, um, <clears throat> I wanted to stick with sports, like sports was like, I love sports. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's my life. And um, so I wanted to stick around that and help those because I've been through many, many injuries. So the thing about <laughs> yeah. me is I cramp every basketball game. I'm always hurt. I don't know, what it, is, I don't know what it is about you. Like, she's just injury prone. Yeah. Like, it's not like she fakes injuries. Like, she'll come home every she's day. Like, she's, she's just putting out some movements. She comes with, like, a swollen ankle, and I'm like, You don't dude. know where she gets it from. But they still win, so it's okay. <laughs> 
And so I feel like I could have, I could relate to other athletes, you know, like that's why I want to be a sports trainer. And then one day I just like was hanging out with my cousin and um, he just, no one really made him happy, but me, like no one really, he didn't understand other people, but me. And I was like, this is weird. Like I'm getting along with him like really, really well. Like I control him really well. And I have like um, the patience, like, and I love children. Everyone knows that I'm like, I love children. And um, so I, you know, if the whole special ed thing is maybe too much for me, which I don't think it will be, I want to do kindergarten through third grade or something. Cause I, I love helping children and seeing them grow, you know, and I just think they're adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really want to focus on special ed because I feel like we need more people like that in this world to give them a little more attention because I feel like they don't have enough attention and they're really special people like in this world so that's what I want to go on and do yeah that's awesome you know people really underappreciate the value of teachers yeah yeah. teachers make a huge difference in our lives um and definitely in the lives of kids who are in special ed classes so that's amazing that Mm -hmm. people do that um you know this podcast is probably most of its audience is geared towards people who are really into the college admissions process. People would probably like, look at this, it says real college talk and Mm -hmm. they think, okay, this is about the tryhards, the people who go super hard in school. And both of you have a little bit of a different perspective, both obviously very smart kids, Mm -hmm. but um, that wasn't you. Yeah. Um, What, from your perspective, what do you think you could say that might help someone who's struggling that's just um, to help them in their process through high school and also people who do go too hard. What advice do you have for both of those groups? Um, I can definitely tell you for kids who either um, like struggle like being motivated to do school. Yeah. Um, I know Anna like sometimes had these days too where just like I don't want to be here like this is. I do that too. <laughs> yeah I'm sure everyone, everyone has, has that. Days. But um, that was like a me everyday sort of thing. Yeah. Like I just feel like I don't want to be here like um I, I could be like standoffish with the teachers and stuff, yeah. which another reason is why teachers are so important because after graduating, I realized like they've done so much for me and I was just a little piece of poop to them. <laughs> but um, no, just like it's it pays off in the end uh, yeah. to work hard because I see so much um, academic opportunity that I had going into freshman year. Um, that was just slowly taken away with me um, as my GPA went down. And it's really not, I mean, if you're taking the classes I was taking, which I only took one AP class, mm-hmm. my I just took um, AP US history. Yeah. Um, and I didn't take any other AP classes. I was in like regular English and stuff like that. It's, it's if you study and work your butt off to do your homework, there's no reason you shouldn't have yeah. like at least these, you know? You could yeah. do it, you could so do it. Um, but I just became lazy to the point where I was, I could have F's in classes, like I had F's in several classes, and that just immediately shut doors down for me over and over again, so that was also kind of another reason where I'm so lucky that I like the beauty industry, because uh, even getting into, um, like any local college that would, I mean, I'd have to pay so much money, because I get absolutely no scholarships, so. I would say that, I mean, us going to, like, a private school um, definitely helped, like, I know me personally, that I I feel like if I were to go to a public school, like nothing on a public school whatsoever, like, you know, students take their education and do what they want to do with this, you Mm -hmm. know, so if you, whether that's at a private school or a public school, you do what you want, you know, you decide to be lazy, you decide to do your work, it's all up to you, but I definitely feel like being at a private school with 48 kids in a class, (laughs) that helped a lot, um, focus, like to focus on like your academics and stuff, and it was just as easy to get distracted and to be lazy as much as it would be if you had a big class, so Mm -hmm. not to like, I mean, I guess I'm comparing them, but um, I feel like overall, it's just like what you want to do, and it's all up to you. Like, you know, your parents can push you to do whatever, but it's it's all up to you, and you do what you want with it, 
Um, so that's like my thought. Yeah. Um, but talking, sorry, before you keep yeah. going, but um, talking on people that uh, like kind of put their whole lives to academics. Yeah. Um, I obviously can't relate to that personally, but my sister can a lot. Uh, when all of her friends would be hanging out, sometimes she'd be like, "No, guys, like I gotta stay home and yeah. work on this, this, this. It's due in like two weeks." Um, and I just like um, she's constantly home doing homework, which is sure. great. I mean, she had great grades. Um, she was doing super well. She obviously could do pretty much anything she wanted with her yeah. life. Um, but I just remember, uh, as she got older and she was in college, um, there'd always be times where I could tell that like her friends were able to do things that she just didn't do. And she actually could have, but uh, I think she was just so focused on the academic part that she forgot to have fun in high school, um, yeah. as much as she could have. And I know she still did have fun. She went to a bunch of sports games, hung out with her friends. It's not like she never yeah. did, but I know she could have done so much more um, with her friends if she kind of just took a step back and realized how short this time was. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I feel like it's important to like push yourself, of course, to be valedictorian, to do whatever. Like I feel like you're a prime example. Like you, like you had fun <clears throat> in high school. I mean, I think you did. I as did. like I feel like you took advantage of like school the right way and like you valedictorian. You did what you could, but you also enjoyed doing the things that you did. The Decca thing, like that's something you enjoyed doing rather than your parents pressuring you to be like the DECA president, you know, like yeah. you have to be DECA president, McKeel, but you hate, like, no, you enjoy doing yeah. that type of stuff, I, you know, so, like, if you're going to push yourself, like, that's awesome, too, you know, like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with pushing yourself, mm -hmm. but, like, always think back to, like, you don't get those four years back, you know, like, yeah. you have to enjoy that, oh and, my like, goodness. make it as yes. much fun as you can, you know, like, just think about the days that you're, like, oh, I have homework, but you just missed the state championship game or something, you know what I mean? Cherish like, it. Like, it's, it, goes by fast. It, it really does go by fast, and I'm not saying, like, don't take school seriously at all, like, definitely take school seriously, and I feel like me, I was an average A, B, like, student yeah. and stuff, but I played through sports, you know, so it's totally possible, and I, I had a blast in high school, like, with my friends, oh my gosh, like, but I will say that I became pretty lazy my senior year. Big time senioritis. It is real. Very real. Um, but it's just self-motivation for sure. You just have to do it on your own. It's all up to you pretty much. I saw a lot of growth in you over the years of actually enjoying your social life more yes. because I remember um, personally, like we, I don't think we were as close um, freshman year. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the social life of high school and you, like, you did a lot of the academic part. Um, and I think especially junior year is when yeah. I started to see the change of where you were enjoying both sides. And I think that was really cool to see because that's like a prime example of you can have it all if you want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's about prioritizing, you know, being able to handle everything, which is a lot. I don't, I don't yeah. know how you do it. Honestly, yeah. like I got A's. I was good. <laughs> You're like, I got, you got like 4.5, 4.6, 4.7, 4.4, 4.5. But yeah, so, you know, they were talking about it. It's just about doing what you love. And it's nothing more or less than that. You know, it's still hard for each individual has to deal with their struggles, pursuing what they love, but ultimately it's worth it if you love it. And that's a thing we're really trying to promote here. And I'm gonna leave you both with one last question. Yeah. Obviously, like I said, over and over again, both of you very smart people. And um, sometimes, you know, especially Bailey, you said, sometimes you didn't really see the point of, uh, the actual school part itself, even mm -hmm. though you were capable enough, and oftentimes you surprise people with how smart we were. Do you think there's some sort of perception, especially around athletes, um, in how they can do in school? Do you feel like that ever happens? Oh, yeah. Like, wait, what do you mean? Like, do you think that like, um, people who are really successful athletes, like the both of you, right. two state championships, right? For yeah. Each well, many more. I'm like, it's like, two and a half. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, 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 we don't talk about it. <laughs> Um, did you ever feel like people just kind of assumed 
that you weren't as capable as you really were in uh, academics? Um, yeah, I feel like being like, especially through sport athlete, like, mm-hmm. you know, every year, um, I feel like people, I mean, actually, I don't know. I feel like going to a private school is a little different. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like at a private school, our standards are pretty high. I feel like everyone sees us all being really smart, you know. But I definitely will say playing sports and trying to do homework and all that stuff is pretty challenging. So I can see why people would think that. But um, at the same time, I feel like private school people is also a little differently. And just our school assume, also has a very different dynamic. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, I feel like relating like some of my cousins who play sports at um, like a public school, I know it's really hard for them to manage sports and yeah. that. And like um, it was sad because some um, – coaches and teachers like wouldn't understand that that yeah. it's hard for them to do both and so that would cause a lot of troubles whereas for us our teachers and coaches were pretty flexible and we put school first pretty much so that that was like a big thing actually like on that note that our teachers and our coaches they like cooperate really really well and like they were really understanding like how sports and all that stuff yeah. went so I, yeah I I didn't like see as much of a, a sports like judgment and like um our capabilities academically I saw a lot of like individually like just kind of um like putting us in like a uh, categories. It's easy you know. to do that in a small school where yeah. you know everyone, you make assumptions mm-hmm. about, yeah. yeah. So, like, for me, um, I noticed actually a lot this year in uh, Global Issues and Senior Seminar class. Um, That's always what my mind goes Yeah, to. because um, you just look at me and, like, what I've been saying, like, I'm not, um, like, I don't do well in academics and stuff, but then we have debates and debates and I was able to keep up or, like, have, like, a, um, a strong opinion in something and be able to back it up by, like, um, actual facts and things that I've learned um, because I, I am interested um, and a lot of different stuff. Um, I just don't really show it, but, uh, it was just, it's, it's funny because I know a lot of people probably think that, you know, I'm like a dumb blonde sort of thing, you know, but I feel like in ways, like I can't be smart. You just have to apply yourself. But, um, I think it's, I'm stigmas around athletes in um, yeah. more public school settings I feel like but um in a private school setting I feel like it's just you put certain people into a box or certain friend groups um it was funny like for our friend group like we had Trinity uh, our friend Trinity she's super super smart and she was kind of put as like you know like the smart person in our friend group and then we were all just kind of put down um below not by her like she's a sweetheart yeah, but like by like teachers people. yeah and yeah. other people as oh, well so it was kind of fun to like just put up our brains to like yeah. the test and certain areas Perception is very, very different than reality sometimes. Yeah. It's just, you know, like you said, maybe it's not something that you necessarily wanted to apply yourself to Mm -hmm. because that's not where you saw yourself. Mm -hmm. And not everything is for everyone. And that's really why I wanted to bring both Bailey and Anna on because they offer some really different perspectives. Um, Any final thoughts to share with uh, the general audience just Um, about yourselves? I, I don't have anything about myself, but like for people that are going to be seniors next year, enjoy it um spreading enjoy your senior year um i know high school goes by fast but senior year especially goes by so fast Be- I, I i feel like i'm going to school next summer at blanchett and yeah. i'm gonna see all of you again when in reality it's not like that at all so i know school is really important and you want to get good grades but go to as many sporting events as you can if your friends ask to hang out and you're tired because you might have it's a Sunday night, and you might have school tomorrow. Just every other Sunday night, maybe just be like, you know what, like, let's hang out. Like, let's yeah. do it, you know? Like, you're, like, I have fires at my house sometimes to make s'mores and stuff. Just, like, like stuff like that. Really enjoy it with your friends because you're not going to see them forever. There's a lot of people in high school that you're 
not, maybe not going to see again. So cherish that and make as many friends as possible too. be like, talk to people that you don't usually talk with. And that's important. I would say definitely, um, I guess, I would say that, um, I'm going to go back to like the whole feeling pressure thing um, in sports and stuff. I feel like um, no matter where you go, 1A, 6A, wherever your classification is in your state, whatever, um, don't feel the need that you have to be a division one player or like anything like that. Like you can truly find, like I'm going to love George Fox next year. I already love it. Um, like you don't need to satisfy, like make everyone happy and um, like do it for yourself. Um, like as long as it makes you happy. Cause I know a few people that are going to one and, as soon as they went D1, came back and went to an NAI school that was so local for their school, school, you know, because it was too much for them, way too much than they could handle and stuff like that. Um, and I would, yeah, that's just kind of my advice. It's just and enjoy high school, like cherish, oh my gosh, cherish every single game you play in your senior year, oh, even your junior year. It'll <laughs> fly by super fast, like senior year though, for sure. Um, if you lose by one point in a championship game. You won't ever forget it. No, it's um, all because <laughs> she didn't get fouled even though she made the shot. But, um, but you know, cherish if you cherish every every game, every like moment with your teammates, um, coaches, and stuff like that. Because time will fly by. Yeah. So really, just enjoy the moment. Take advantage of everything you have. And like they're saying, love what you do and do what you love. So thank you very much, Bailey and Anna and Minnie, wherever, <laughs> wherever Minnie is. <laughs> well, in the meantime, keep it real. Um, any last? Uh, social media shout outs anything like that <laughs> yes oh my gosh oh, let's get that done let's, let's get that done okay so quickly open up your instagram app um press the search bar and type in b-a-e-l-i-z-z-l-e um it spells baylizzle if you're wondering how to spell it it's been like that since seventh grade it's not gonna change people oh. literally call her baylizzle all the time it's literally. so like, embarrassing walk down the street hey baylizzle like, <laughs> on a social media shout out <sighs> Okay. You good? Yep. All right. Make sure to follow the Real College Talk platform on Instagram. Um, you can follow Morgan and I. Morgan is at Morgs two underscores and A N N E. Mine is N I K H I L dot D N. Subscribe to the Real College Talk platform. Like the video. Thank you very much. Keep it real. Thank you. <laughs>